If Hollywood were to make a triple A big budget remake of Paranormal Activity, who would they cast in it? Who would the director be? You're looking right at me, so I assume you want me to go first here. Well, you're across the table. Yeah, that does work. Directed, Steven Spielberg, of course. You said triple okay. A big budget, may as well go as big as it gets. <laughs> For Mika, I would cast John C. Riley, because if we're going to have an incompetent comedic character, he may as well be funny. Um, and for Katie, I don't know. I'd just cast Katie again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you did so good. Those other movies. Come on back. Yeah. You know, that, that'd be the thread for the remake. Is she, so she's resuming like Her, those movies exist in this remake. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Or Margot Robbie. Cause she's been in everything lately. So confirmed, confirmed in every movie. True. <laughs> Garrett. Well, the go triple A from this movie it's not a far jump so i would just cast the people who were in the room by tommy Wiseau, directed by tommy Wiseau, and have them literally remake this movie tommy Wiseau as mika what's her nuts as um katie i don't remember that actress's <laughs> name we could have the katie. guy who her plays the guy who plays oh hi mark as the paranormal investigator guy i'm looking up what's her nuts on imdb right now let's what's see her what nuts? thank you mark oh. i apologize what's her nuts what's her nuts is the alan smithy of actress I, names i love i love the room but i can't remember your name to save my life um now just because you love the room so much i don't know if that makes it a triple a no no i, I love the room outing. but not in a good way yeah, like, i would argue no one no one loves the room because it's like this is a film you recommend because you have to see good quality filmmaking i'm just saying this is a huge step up from Paranormal Activity, no, you guys. Oh, wow. This is this is a, a leap, a mighty Superman leap, if you will. As someone who hates 50% of the cast of Paranormal Activity, I think you're wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I'm going to go stupid big budget, then Tom Cruise is Mika. Okay, I could see that. All right, Rosie Perez is Katie, because she would not put up with this shit. I don't think you know any other actresses. <laughs> you keep bringing her think, up. I don't think I need to know any other actresses. Uh, what's her nuts is Juliet Danielle. Juliet Danielle, how you doing, girl? And Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero as, as Mark. Oh, what's his Mark. nuts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean I don't really know. I mean I think they didn't they say they wanted to do this as a big budget movie and they just stopped and they this decided not to. This is the big budget version of it. I just want to see it with the room yeah. cast. Or so. like a Michael Bay Paranormal Activity. How many? How much more explosions can we shove into this? God. Produced by Jerry Brockheimer, of course. Okay, I take it back. Bad Boys 2 cast <laughs> in Paranormal Activity. I want Katie played by Mike Lowry, yeah. Will Smith. Would, would Will Smith be Katie? Yes. I thought I was Absolutely. for sure thinking Martin Lawrence would be. Martin Lawrence is a little too emotive. That's what would make it so great. Oh, but know. he would be a great Mika. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's He'd very hateable. A, so. Very hateable, yeah. I love Martin Lawrence, though. <laughs> he so. is hilarious. Anyway, Mark, who would you cast? So I think it's time to bring back the world-renowned, much-loved duo of Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Paranormal Noon. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Paranormal. The daytime horror film. That's oh, right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He's going to be our Mika. Oh, I can see him saying wow to all the wild <laughs> shit that's happening. I got oh. this Ouija board. Wow. Yeah, footprints. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights, Paranormal Noon. It's going to be the third in it. the trilogy of the much-loved Shanghai series. Directed by Ari Aster. Oh. Of hereditary and midsummer fame. Oh, fuck off. Here <laughs> okay. we go. Here we go. I don't know that he could pull that off. I want to see how he would handle a uh, found footage style movie. I want to see how he would direct Owen Wilson. I don't think he's capable of putting a single camera in one place and then walking away yeah. for two days. I think he's too good. Oh, and Owen, I mean, we need much more good. wow. Wow. 
That's what I'm saying. There'd be some <laughs> great camera angles. Like Mika would be hanging stuff inside of flower pots upside down in a stairwell. Fucking me. He probably would do something that stupid. Luke Wilson is the demon. <laughs> Luke Wilson. We don't ever see the demon, though. I know. You see but in the remake, so, he is. Yeah, okay. Oh, if they, if they did remake it, you'd definitely see the demon this time. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like they did the Blair Witch, right? Yeah. It's Luke Wilson dressed as Katie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fourth person at the table. Um, so I'm going to go a completely different route and I would remake it in the style of the Simpsons. So we've already got the setting. We've got the house. Homer and Marge would be the two main characters. However, the roles would be reversed. Homer would be experiencing the paranormal activity and Marge would be Mika. Mika. And the demon would be Maggie. She would be controlling all of the Ooh. shit going on. Why Maggie over Bart? Because Bart's the obvious choice? Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that that's incredible. You just wrote a treehouse of horror. <laughs> that's true. I did. So, uh, Why uh, Simpsons creators, you're out there man. listening. Yeah, the Bumblebee guy would <laughs> Ay, be good, caramba. too. <laughs> que lastima. That's, that's the Mexican version. <laughs> <laughs> the international version. Yeah. Well, so it's a multiple audiences. Are you gonna, is it going to be animated? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure we weren't doing a live action. No, no, okay. hell no. Ooh, I love that you. idea. And, you know, do we want to introduce our fourth guest here? This is Joyce. Hi, hey. Joyce. Hi, Joyce. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Thanks. Who's the director? Matt Groening? Yes, okay. absolutely. Groening? Matt Groening. Okay. You think I'd learn that after 30-something years you of The Simpsons? Yeah, I thought it was You read it, too. you say it in your head for so long, and yeah. that's how it he is, He can right? cry himself to sleep on his piles of money. He'll be okay, Mark. <laughs> He'll be all right. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined by John and Garrett and Joyce. How are you guys and oh, girl hello. doing? <laughs> How's everybody doing? Good. Good. I went to Fiesta, Texas this Friday. I rode the shit out of some roller coasters. Oh, my God. You guys have to go. Are they still rocking the Rattler out there? Oh, it's the Iron Rattler now. They had Ooh. to change it up. So I remember <laughs> okay. the, the wooden Rattler. It was great. But this new one. In fucking tense. This is like, it goes like twice to three times as fast. There's so many more like turns on it. Probably the second best coaster there. But the Wonder Woman Golden Lasso ride, that is the one. It A 90 degree drop straight down. Wow. Straight down in single cars. So it's just you. There's nobody next to you. So if you're in that front row, you are looking at imminent death. And then bam, last minute. Whole time you're like, Wonder Woman! It's so great. Oh my God. Welcome back to Roller Coaster Talk with you. Yeah. Garrett. Anyway, it was fucking amazing. Still stoked off of it. You guys need to get out of your house more. We should go to Fiesta, Texas. Fucking love roller coasters. Uh, Fiesta, Texas, if you're listening to this, sponsor this motherfucker. Yeah, please podcast. do. Love it. Oh, let me take off the motherfucking so we can actually get sponsored. Good call. Sorry. So after the Wonder Woman ride, do you leave telling the truth? Well, you probably leave covered in urine. <laughs> so yellow. Yeah, like oh, the well, obviously, like the I'm, I'm being truthful about how good it was. That's yeah. true. Why do they call it the Golden Lesson? Oh, <laughs> gross. Superman Ride was dope as hell. It's always great. Uh, Poltergeist is still awesome. Um, it's aged really well. I remember when there wasn't roller coasters at Fiesta, Texas. It was all shows. It fields as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Back in my day, our Fiestas didn't have roller coasters. We had to make our own Fiesta, Texas. <laughs> well, what have y'all been up to since last time? I saw a movie on Amazon that I actually liked, Garrett. Uh, Go on. It was called Dark Exorcist. Dark ex Exorcism. Dark, Dark something. The good <laughs> thing is, is we have not run out of words to make titles for horror movies out of. Uh, it was actually pretty decent. The acting eh, story was pretty good, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, story is key. Yeah. And yes, it is. Um, <laughs> and I watched another one that was mediocre, but 
eh, watchable. If the acting wasn't so bad, called The Evil at the End of the Road. Dun, dun, dun. It was also a haunted house movie. What was the name of the road? Uh, fucking Haunted Road 101. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Boulevard. You yeah. gotta have a street name at the end of it. <laughs> Route Evil. It's weird <laughs> that a house there would uh, be haunted. So, two for two. Can't complain. Dark Exorcism. What makes it different than the other exorcism movies? Anything? Well, this one was in a basement. Oh. Yeah. We've uh, seen that before. Yeah. Uh, all the characters were female. So that was the thing. I mean, it was a pain. It was definitely paint by numbers. It wasn't exceptional. Go on. Uh, but no, it wasn't. There wasn't that it was, kind it was, of. It wasn't a sexy exorcism. No, definitely a not. A sexorcism, if you will. Yeah, if you, oh, mm. shit. That sounds like they'd make in the 70s. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. There's, it didn't do anything new or innovative. It just did. Well, then how is it good? Sometimes you just want to see the same shit done well. Okay, fair enough. Don't forget, this is also his favorite brand of horror. No, yes, I understand. I get it. True. I completely I mean, get it. After Which actually like lends more credit to what he's saying because he's seen so much of it. Ugh, like, so he's much waded of through the garbage. <laughs> so if he's actually like, this is solid, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd. So there you three have it. Three out of five. What, yeah. out of, what out of ten? Uh, I don't know. Do the ratio. <laughs> Six, six, I guess. Mark, yeah. you're our math expert. <laughs> That's a four out of yeah. ten, right? I believe six out of ten, is if you, if you doubled it, is what it would be. <laughs> Joyce? You seen anything interesting lately? Uh, I watched Toy Story recently. Toy Story Four. <laughs> Toy Story Four. Yes. I love Toy Story Four. It was amazing movie. Um, I cried at the end of it as oh, as per here. usual. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, a tearjerker. Oh, it, they, oh, they all are. Every single one of them. <laughs> the third one had that scene in the furnace, and that was pretty. Yeah, I that that was intense. Love that scene. I I was sitting there in the theater, and I looked around at all the kids' faces, like about to burst. I was like, if they kill these fucking dolls on screen in front of these kids, and these kids start crying, I will stand up and applaud for two minutes straight. <laughs> like the balls on Pixar at that point. <laughs> that like, how brave happen. are they being right now, like, killing the brave. main characters? Like fucking Werner Herzog level, like Toy Story, <laughs> like life in his abyss, stare into it, and know that you are nothing. You're just like, oh my god. I have to say though, I wish this movie hadn't been made. I would have loved had they had left the ending at the end of Toy Story 3 and just been done with the franchise then. Yeah, it did feel like take. it wrapped it up pretty well. Yeah, so. I think they did. Yeah. And I was I was really un- unhappy to hear that they were making a Toy Story 4. I was I was in the same same boat as you because I don't feel like we needed it because I feel like the, what a perfect bookend. Mm-hmm. It passes on to the next generation, you know. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I thought they made a solid solid sequel. I agree. Yeah, I mean I I you know, I love I love the movie. I love the franchise, but I really don't think it needed to continue and I'm I I have no doubt, you know, that, you know, there's going to be a Toy Story 5. Yeah, I don't know. John Lasseter has been very, like, vocal about, like, th- I feel like this is it for the Toy Story. We can actually milk something else. But That's what they said at Toy Story 3. I know. Though. That's what oh, I, I, I don't it's like, They it. said this before, so who knows? Yeah, and Disney's involved in this. You is know, the movie better than the trailer? Because the trailer did absolutely nothing for me. <sighs> the trailer was weak. It was pretty weak. Yeah. Okay. It was a good movie, though. It was a good movie. Um, not the best, but it was a good movie. I cried. I laughed. Is that a five? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Out of ten, <laughs> what would you give it? I give it a five. Five it's out of, of the five. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Oh, yeah. I was like out of five. No, no. Here we go. Okay. There you have it. Toy I'm, Story four is a five. No, 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 no. Counterpoint. <laughs> Toy Story out of ten is a seven. A seven, which would make it a four out of five. Okay. I liked it a little bit more just because I thought like the the storytelling and the pacing was exceptionally well for like that location and how they did it. I was not a fan of Sporky though. No, no, definitely not a fan of Sporky. I thought that was very cheaply done. He had some great mm-hmm. gags, but you could have had those gags played off with other characters. Mm-hmm. But okay, fair es- enough. Especially in the past, like with the the other characters that they've developed, I think they could have. I, I, I think they, they cheaped out and Sporky. Welcome back to Toy Talk. Yeah, Disney <laughs> Talk here. This is Joyce and Garrett. But we should get back to horror. 
We're here today to talk about paranormal activity. Yay. Ooh. We've uh, danced around this franchise for quite a while. Yeah. Um, brought up Mika on multiple occasions. Oh, and it's only going to get worse from here. And we brought Joyce on because the last time she joined us for, what did we do? Descent. The Descent. Descent. You said this was your favorite horror movie. Indeed, I did. So you're back. Are you here to defend your uh, position or do you have a new take on it since rewatching it for this episode? Hot takes. Hmm. So I'm going to defend my position. Um, despite John and his terrible words, <laughs> I still think it's a great movie. I think it's pretty good. I think it still hold up. Yeah, except, okay, John, tell, tell everybody why you do not like this movie. Um, I believe that Mika, the male lead in this movie, is the worst character that has ever been on any film ever and possibly ever even written down. You realize that you're encompassing a lot of yeah, entertainment. I understand. In created story. I noticed that, Mark. <laughs> are, you, are, we, are we including Dabney Coleman in Hot to Trot? Uh, anybody this? you can possibly think of, Mika's probably a worse character. So this one came out in 07. I, I was reading, I was confused on the date. I don't yeah. think it got a theatrical release until 09. So, but the movie was made two years prior. Is Sounds that correct? Right. No, you, yeah. That is correct. Yeah. And you were saying that Spielberg saw it and Spielberg got it pushed saw through. It, saw a screener of it and was very impressed with it. He actually um, came in and helped lobby them to change the ending or like stop them from changing the ending or something like that. Like there's a, there's, I actually read the IMDb. So I fucking hate this movie. Um, Can't see how. Because it is just... I get it. I can understand why people like it. I can understand why it's kind of creepy. It's off-putting. I just thought for an hour and 30, 40 minutes, I don't know how long it was. I think it, it was felt, 90 minutes. It felt yeah. forever. But um, there's like maybe minutes. like three minutes of actual like action in the movie of anything actually happening. So I had a real problem with that. I just thought, wow, what a waste of like screen time. Just watching Mika and Homegirl just sit around and just... Huh, what should we do? Uh, if only that's what it was. You mean watching Mika actively try to kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Are you saying he's the villain of the film? You know, he, in certain viewings, uh, sensible ones, yes. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. Anybody out there who may understand or sympathize with my point of view about this movie, the Rift Tracks crew actually did a Rift Tracks this movie, and it is amazing. Oh, I should listen to it that. Makes, it makes this entire movie bearable. And throughout the entire Rift, they're just like, dude! something like it's just like that's the running gag nothing takes place but anyway but that being things said do take place they're just stupid things because well, they're because ideas place, like if you drop your grocery list that's technically something no. taking place all right well, we'll get into the plot but events do happen where okay, mika makes right. things worse so there's actually something like that if you look at the wikipedia there are four endings four i know one didn't get filmed one didn't get filmed two others alternative there were two alternatives oh. and then um, the one that they went with. I am so glad you're here because this is the kind of information that I want. Actually, we should save the endings, right? Yeah, for the well, end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't want to John spoil this. John? Uh, yeah, I'll spoil it. Sure. Uh, some paranormal shit is happening in this house. Activity, oh, if you will. Yes. There it is. <laughs> Spoiler. The activity is paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Garrett, I think you need to go ahead and put your Blair Witch glasses on because you're, you need to think of this as like a found footage type story. True. Like that's how it's presented. So yes, there's a lot of nothing going on, but it's a lot of mundane day-to-day -day activity. And I will go so far as to say this movie is better than Blair Witch. Ooh, you're wrong. Oh, I agree. Agreed. 100%. Oh my God. Am I the only one here who thinks Blair Witch was better? Yes. Yes. Yeah. More stuff happens in Blair Witch. The no. characters, while annoying, <laughs> at least like we're constantly doing something or interacting in a way that was like functional. What is the map? What'd you do with the map? Yeah. Did you throw the map away? I don't know. I kicked what it in the river. Do? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe John's being some... <laughs> and fucking paranormal activity is just like... I don't believe you. Here, I got a Ouija board. Put it away. No. Uh, oh my God, some stuff. Okay, cool. 
absolutely don't believe you. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Here's Blair Witch. Let's go make a movie. Here, look up my nostrils. I'm so scared. Yeah. End of movie. If someone were like, hey, do you want to watch... We should mash these motherfuckers <laughs> together. <laughs> if you want to watch Paranormal Activity or Blair Witch, I'd pick Paranormal Activity 10 out of 10 times. Agreed. Which would also be five out of ten, or five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a shirt that's like five out of five, ten out of ten. I get what you're saying about like not happening, but I think it really is dependent on your mindset going into the film. And again, I will say this right now, like for all my like takes on this movie, I won't say you guys are wrong at all. Like I won't disagree with you in the fact that you like the reasons you state why you like this. I can completely see it from that way. I just cannot do it. Like it's just hard for me to like. I wouldn't say it's better than Blair Witch, but. I could see how people could think that. Well, let's get into it a little bit further. This one stars... Well, it's really easy. Katie as Katie <laughs> and Mika as Mika. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. They're playing themselves. Uh, this one was directed by Oren Pelly. This one stars Katie Featherston as Katie, Mika Sloat as Mika, Mark Friedrichs as the psychic, and that's really all we need to say. Yeah. There's very few characters in this movie. Yeah. Who yeah. plays the Ouija board? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ouija. So, fun fact, um, Mika, he does hold the camera for the majority of the movie, and he was an actual cameraman in college. Oh. So, he has a little, I guess he has some experience doing this. You should this. definitely stay behind the camera more Whoa. often. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but he has no acting skills, apparently. No, or maybe, I. you know what, I don't know this person. For all I know, he's an incredibly nice, awesome guy, and he is a great actor. Uh, but I find, more realistically, he found it easy to play this tool because uh, maybe he is one. This movie was filmed in 10 days. Mm -hmm. oh, 10 days. 10 short days. It feels like they that um, there wasn't much of a script and that a lot of it was improvised. That so actually is true. I'm wondering if Mika oh, really is a piece of shit. That makes so much more sense <laughs> now. So the first the first entry on IMDb basically says there was no script for this. The basically the director said this is what you should be talking about and this is what should be happening eventually. Go. Oh, so that they makes kind so of, much they kind sense. of improvised almost everything. There's like there was like a loose script, but there was no like real dialogue. Is what it kind of says. So we saw real Mika then. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Would you like to amend your statement that? Maybe he's the worst person ever. <laughs> well, he's the worst character ever. No, uh, he really is the worst person. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's sitting at 83% in Rotten Tomatoes out of okay. 201 reviews. 57% of the audience liked it. Yeah, it feels right. Out of 273,767. What is this on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I noticed on um, IMDb it had a star rating that was lower than some other quality, terrible 80s films. So it's just nice curious. and generic. I was just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to say because it's a movie we're going to talk about. This film is but. rated either better or worse than other films. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just, I just wondering like how big a difference those two had. Uh, it sounds like it's like quite a bit. I can't see a lot of people having Garrett's point of view of which nothing happens in this movie. Because uh, there are long stretches where theoretically nothing's happening, but you get to enjoy Mika. So. Well, remember when Blair Witch came out? It was all like, based off real events, this shit's scary. Yeah. That's all we're going to say. And people went and saw it and were like, what the holy hell? And it like swept like word of mouth and all stuff. Like This movie came out with like the trailer was like video camera of people in the theater like jumping as if they just saw their toddler ripped to shreds. Like, yeah, it is like people like, oh, my God. And I'm just like, what the hell are they showing on screen? And you go and, and you see this and you're like, nothing, nothing is shown. Like, why are these people so scared of nothing? Maybe the, the boringness of mundane life is what's so scary. Well, that's how they marketed it, though. They were, yeah. they were saying, like, this, this you know, it was, it was made in 2007, and they spent, you know, a good chunk of time, like, um, showing these at, at different festivals. Oh, they showed it at festivals? Yeah, and they were saying that people, like, actually walked out and left because they were so scared of it. That's crazy to me. But I would agree with you, though. Like, me watching it, I mean, I was scared and I liked it, but getting up and, like, having to turn it off, 
there's, wouldn't agree with. There's that two part. points where I jumped. I'm not. I mean, there was there were some scary moments yeah. in this movie, but it's you're not going to be like, oh shit, this is too scary. I've, I've never been like, this. turn all the lights on in the house, yeah. put the for sale sign up. I can't do this <laughs> right, anymore. Exactly. It's like, oh well, that happened. Well, here's what the back of the DVD has to say about this. Paranormal activity is a horror phenomenon, says Richard Corliss of the Time magazines. Oh, Richard. You demanded it, and now the surprise hit critics call one of the scariest movies of all time can be experienced in the most terrifying places of all, your home. (laughs) Thank you for that, guys. After a young middle-class couple moved into what seems like a typical suburban house, they become increasingly disturbed by a presence that may or may not be demonic but is most certainly active in the middle of the night, especially while they sleep. This is a bad box. Oh, it's real shit. (laughs) Paranormal activity builds suspense night after night all the way to the shocking ending. Roger Ebert calls it truly scary. Go ahead. We dare you to watch it at home. At least you can leave the lights on. Ooh. Did they just dare us to watch a movie? They sure did. Go yeah. on, you pussy. I dare you to do this. Double like, dog Whoa, dare. calm down. You know they had nothing to say because they had to talk about how the family was middle class as if that had any relevance to the plot at all. Thrills as Ouija boards are used. Yeah. Chills as Mika does his taxes. Yeah, I actually believe that Mika, I mean, he's Mika, so he can't trust anything. He says, <laughs> sets it off as them being rich. Essentially, like he's some sort of successful he's day, a day trader. trader. Yeah. Yo, man, you got that day trade money. You can sit around noodle on because a guitar. Because she's like, how much did that camera cost? And in typical douche Mika fashion, he's like, half of what I made today. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Unnecessary <laughs> he's, comments. he's confident in what he does. What can you say? Let me read another DVD. Oh. This is an alternate box. Please tell me it's a different movie. <laughs> it sounds like it. Are you ready? I'm ready. A haunted house makes no secret of the fact it's not pleased with the new tenants in the independent tale of supernatural horror. Katie and Mika are 20-something couple who just moved into a new home in San Diego, California. Katie has an interest in the paranormal and believes that malevolent spirits have been following her since childhood, though Mika is not easily convinced. However, after several nights of loud noises and strange happenings, Mika starts to agree with Katie that some sort of ghost may have followed them to the new home. After a paranormal researcher tells the couple he can't help them, Mika decides to take control of the situation and sets up a battery of video cameras... So if a spirit manifests itself, he can capture its behavior on tape. Once the surveillance cameras are in place, Katie and Mika bring in a Ouija board in effort to talk to the spirits, <laughs> a move that deeply offends the ghosts. Did <laughs> Mika write this? <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot wrong with that. Yeah. Did they even watch this movie? No. <laughs> no they, did. House. they did. Yeah. They watched the first half. Yeah, the guy that comes in is like, no, this is definitely not a haunted house situation. Box Rider's like, got it, haunted house. (laughs) (laughs) Chick. (laughs) Yeah. I still find this movie off-putting, even though I've probably seen it about four times now. And the main reason is this couple sleeps with their door open. What's wrong with that? I do that. You don't sleep with your door open? We do. Shut that shit. Oh, I want to see what's coming. Yeah, but if the door is closed, it gives you a little second react to the door opening. Where are you to go, baby? If you're asleep... Someone just walk in, stab you, and you're waking well, up to get stabbed. When I lived with roommates, I closed my door, but yeah, now I keep it open because it, it never even occurred to me to close my door in my house. Oh, I always close that <laughs> I door. I never wow. close my doors. I don't like how this is turned on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the weird one. Can I ask you a question? 
Is your wife a door closer or does she like acquiesce to your weird door closing thing? Door close. Okay. That was like first date conversation. Listen, I close all my doors. You live with a roommate, so it makes sense for you to close your door. But I feel like I'd still do it anyway. No, you think that, but. My whole life I've closed the door. But then you're cutting yourself off from your home. Yeah, I mean, I want to know, like, what's going on the other side of uh, of that door? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear something be like, well, let me go open this door and find out what's (laughs) over there. It's like, I want to be like, hello, sir. That's some fucked up stuff going on over there. You're acting as if these cat burglars are going to make a lot of sound. If cat pros, burglars? It's not 1936, man. There's crazy people oh out there. God. They're wandering around with the bandit band, uh, bandanas over their eyes. You sound <laughs> like my wife, man. We got an alarm system for our home, and she was asking these people these ridiculous fucking cat burglar questions. Like, what if they break into the second story of the house? And it's like, fucking, is SEAL Team 6 coming after us? What are you yes. doing here? They're like, what if she, they rappel down the Look, chimney? we got Osama. We can get that stereo. <laughs> What if they like barrel in under yeah. the house and dig up through the foundation? <laughs> yeah, that was the kind of what shit. if they parachute from the top <laughs> again? Like I'm saying, it will give me a, win- a minute or a second window to be awoken by the door opening. That's why I keep you it think that they're going to be able to get through your much thicker and ladder front door, yes, quietly, but then trip up on your shitty interior door. <laughs> Absolutely, no, what's okay. gonna happen is they're gonna trip over some shoes on the way yes. to his door, and that's gonna wake him up. Mars got fishnet and bells all over his <laughs> movie traps. Yeah. It takes me three hours to go to sleep, I gotta set up all these traps. You really took home a lot of the floor. <laughs> I see you. I don't know, like, I don't, just watching them with the door open was so off-putting it was like and i thought i tore apart every part of this movie <laughs> somehow never my seen. problem was is that they sleep with their face not facing the doorway like I, my bed would be on the opposite wall so i could see down the hallway from my bed so like i could just lean oh, forward yeah. and be like oh there's my hallway it's empty cool back to sleep wake up there's something there getting the fuck up that makes sense too but then I, I couldn't do that if i didn't have my door open though yeah i guess my bed is looking at the door yeah i need to see i need you to be i did make and a conscious like, decision on, though something bad is on the other side of that door yeah great yeah. <laughs> then what <laughs> so my problem with the the bedroom is that they don't sleep with a comforter they just sleep with the sheet yeah fucking that's step one you know they're psychos <laughs> however that's true if when it's warm however but they're they're fully clothed as well well that's just for the pg rating as someone from san diego you're saying they should have a comforter? I would say no, they don't necessarily have to, but the fact that they're sleeping fully clothed and with just a sheet is weird to me. Yeah, that is weird. I've never slept fully clothed with just a sheet. Yeah. If I'm sleeping with just a sheet, I'm in like boxers. And exactly, because it. that would imply that it's warm. It's warm, yeah. 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 Otherwise, like if I'm sleeping fully You're clothed. You're for something you could easily fix with a blanket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, Fair and point. That, that's weird to me. I think we're really getting into the heart and the meat <laughs> of this movie. I, I'm pro blanket. I try to sleep under blanket as much as possible. Even to the borderline, if I'm slightly hot, I'm still going to keep the blanket because I just love a good blanket. Exactly. Yeah. Stick your foot out. And then you're good to go. <laughs> What's your take on weighted blankets? I'm not a fan. Uh, I've as never a, used one. As a bed sweater. I do not use a blanket. I use a sheet. Okay. We're getting really into some details here. So now that we've laid this out here. If you sleep with your foot out out under the sheet or out from under the sheet, there is a very good chance that you're going to get dragged the fuck out of your your bed down the the hall. 30 years to get comfortable doing it. But once you do, it works so well. Still can't do it. My bed is on the floor. Uh, There's something about being under a cover with your foot out. Perfect temperature for the human body. Your foot acts like a radiator. I'm also going to say I'm still that kind of guy that's all like, date a girl. I always want to be furthest away from the door. Just in case. 
I know that's really shady, yeah. but you're supposed to be closer to the kill zone. Look, I need to, I need to have time to get up and react. The bells and the fishnets have to go off more. Right, okay, that's it's fair. just this weird instinctual kid thing. It's like I don't mind being like further away from the door just in case. I'm just like, oh, what if a monster comes in? Well, now listeners, you know all of our sleeping habits. So uh, add that to your stalker notebook. But just know that John has a security system and it is prepared. Oh, it is so. Mark's got fishnets. John's yeah. got a real security system. It's I have high a speed shit. Wait a minute, fishnets? Yeah. Like like fish nets, like fishing nets, and you hang bells oh, from it. I was thinking of the. Stockings. I was thinking of stockings as well. I, like, I do not wear those. You fucking perverts. <laughs> <laughs> I think people just normally call fish nets the way you're using them nets. <laughs> so another reason I think this movie is more frightening than the Blair Witch is that it's happening when you're at your most vulnerable. You're sleeping in your house. You're yeah. supposed to be safe here. When you're in a relationship with a really terrible person. So vulnerable. Well, Katie put herself in that position. She sure did. Whoa! Don't victim blame here, Mark. She asked for it. It's I, Mika's so you bad. You saw how she was dressed, fully clothed. <laughs> yes. It's hard to imagine how these people even started dating. I can't imagine Mika ever being a normal, Tinder. regular human being. That's a that's a Tinder hookup. <laughs> So I, I have to say, like, Mika does make a good point. He he said that, um, he told Katie, like, oh, you couldn't have bothered to tell me that there's a fucking demon following you around but went before we moved in together? Like, that's information that I would like to know. Yeah, that's the one time Mika said something reasonable. Even if it's not true, <laughs> if you that crazy, let us know. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you, you, that heads up. You got, I got to sign a waiver here uh, before I bring in a demon person. <laughs> but can you really fault him for the way he was handling this situation? Absolutely. Yes. Until, say, night 12. <laughs> I forgot there was so many nights. Oh my god! Because he's acting like a person who doesn't believe this is really happening. For a majority of the movie, he still thinks it's someone breaking into their house and fucking with his wife. Well, one, they're not wife because also very douchey. Mika tells the person they're engaged to be engaged. Oh, does oh, he I really? Yeah, yes. he did. Oh, what a fucking douche! Yeah, which is like the worst relationship. I mean, fucking, he's got to be thirty. I'll get around to maybe doing yeah. something a committal. Engaged. To be engaged so katie can leave at any time and she probably should the why demon they ride him this way <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> why are you the way I mean, you are right in the beginning the first he buys this camera the first thing he tries to do is force her to have sex uh on camera she's like i don't want to do that he's like yeah you do then he tries to trick her he's like oh, that's just a standby light he probably roofied her all right. That's the kind of person Mika is. I do not remember that conversation. Wow. Yeah, he chases her into the bathroom. He's trying to take a shit. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. right. That's right. He does chase her in the bathroom. I thought he was just trying to like record her peeing or something like that. He's fucking a weirdo, what? dude. That doesn't make it better. I didn't say it make it better, but I'm just saying like it's just like, you know, not as blatant. She's like, turn that camera off. He's like, can't do it. Gotta watch you pee. This is paranormal Mika activity dude, going on. Mika's right now. the real demon in this film. <laughs> John, give us a quick breakdown of this movie and how it plays out. We can sum it up real quick. Yeah. Katie has a demon who's been following her since childhood. It suddenly starts, like, happening again. That's it. That's the whole shit. And then we just watch this devolve. And every step of the way, my favorite character, Mika, does whatever it takes to make things worse. So it starts out real subtle. And he's like, let's film some shit. And then the demon becomes angry, I assume, at the filming. And he's like, we should step it up a notch and do more filming. Uh, that demon was there to protect Katie. And he was like, this predatory monster keeps right. trying to film her taking a piss. And I'm not okay with this. <laughs> I'm going to put a stop right. to this. He's trying to save Katie. and uh, He's the hero of the story. I like, I like where your head's at here. <laughs> and so then shit gets you know worse. All your standard cliches, sounds, and rattlings. The structure of this is so loose right. and open. And then each night, it out. just gets worse and worse until the end. The first night... 
there's running up and down the stairs and the keys fall on the floor. Right. Is that the first night? Yeah. No. So it's just, it's like, again, so they put, they put the camera on a tripod. You can see their bed. You can see out their door and the light flashes on, right? Yep. And then you hear the light off. And that's like the end. And then right. next morning, Katie's like, why are my keys on the floor? Did you do this? Do they wake up for that? No. They okay. slept through it. They slept through it. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't know that I'd believe. I feel like uh, I would have woken up. There was, there was that subtle thumping. If I heard people running on my stairs, I'd be like, what the fuck? I can fall asleep to any situation. Jackhammers, construction, it doesn't matter. I can fall asleep yeah. to it when I'm that tired. But the moment I hear something very minusculely small, I instantly snap out of sleep. I'm yeah. like, up. I'm like, what was that? And they're like, the ice maker just kicked on. I'm like, okay, cool. Just checking. And it's like, sure. dude, you're sleeping through a fucking like war movie. I'm like, okay, cool. We're good. But all right. They sleep through it. Mika's got his footage. The fact that he continues to be a little skeptical after that, you think would be like, mm, well, there's I'm nothing in. to see yet. Really? Right. You hear. I mean, that's that some weird shit. Though, but I mean, but your, your house watched. settles. He's also not watching the footage at real time. He's probably scrubbing through the video. There's you nothing think? to see. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? oh, he's, at he's at 1.5 with I'll no give audio. You that. Okay. Yeah, okay, I will give you that. <laughs> so then night three happens, and that's where the door starts to move on its own. The witching back night. And forth. <laughs> yes. At that point, would you, me, a non-believer in anything demonic? Yeah, true. Would you think this was demons? The door moving? <sighs> I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess if that door's never moved before, then yeah, why would it? Like, okay. Well, let's assume the door's never moved before. Yeah. So right. my, point, my point here is... Because I have is, a door in my like, house that just slowly shuts itself. We had fuck fucking, that. Sell this house. We had to put a door <laughs> Your stop. house is haunted. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> definitely what it is. I'm basically trying to find out how many nights you would be willing to grant Mika some sort of excuse for acting the way he does. And when should he have started acting appropriately? Well, he doesn't know how to act appropriately, but <laughs> I think... I guess when I'm watching the movie, like now I'm really tearing it apart. When I'm watching the movie, I think I would react at the same time he reacts when the door closes, whatever day that is. Is that night three where it just slams shut or whatever? No, if, this is where it just kind of goes oh, back okay. and forth and stops. Yeah, that one I probably wouldn't have thought too much about, I guess. How would you explain that? <sighs> I don't know. I know that is weird. All right, so putting myself in the mindset where my, not wife, I guess, my girlfriend is saying like, yo, some, I'm haunted. There are demons here. BT dubs, be prepared for that. And I'm on the lookout for demon shit. I think I actually would be Night like... Night three, though, has she, she explained that she thinks she's been followed by a demon her whole life? It's oh, like, this, this happened before yet. night one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she, she tells me straight out, like, yeah, I've been haunted since I was eight years old. Yeah. I had things happen. It kind of goes away. And as the movie plays out, you start to realize that every time she moves to a new location it starts to happen again. And something had to happen before it started filming where uh, it encouraged Mika to buy this camera. So this isn't, this is night three of being filmed, but not necessarily night three of weird shit happening. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. It'd be interesting to find out how long they'd been discussing this problem before they got that camera. No, fucking Mika, probably like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> something to film? Yeah. I'm in. So there is a, there's a scene where they're in bed and she hears a noise and she forces Mika to get up and go investigate. That right there is my biggest pet peeve in horror movies when a girl has to be like, did you hear that? Yes. Go check it out. And they're like, man, I'm like, get your fucking ass up and go so check it out. That is something I do to my husband on a regular basis. Like we're laying in bed and he's like, you know, probably already asleep. And I'm like, oh shit, I heard a noise. And he'll, and I'll force him to get up and go look. And he's like, yeah, the refrigerator is making weird noises again. Like it always does. How many demons has he found? 
None yet. None yet. None yet. I have a strong suspicion that that refrigerator is harboring a demon because it makes a lot of fucking weird noises all the fucking time. How, fast, how fast does your food go bad? I don't. I don't know. Is it always cold? <laughs> Demonic presence is always. Yes, all the over refrigerator the is always cold. <laughs> Just put some beer out. You know, you're good to go. <laughs> Just saying, absence of evidence is an evidence of absence, so it could oh, still be a demon. It's true. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, hopefully he never finds a demon, right? That's what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, but it's good to know that all wives do this. So back so. to the question, though. <laughs> how long before you think that Mika should have basically been like, okay, okay this is legit? I Now, really thinking through this, I think the door swing, because... Well, it was hardwood floors, though, so it's not like it was carpet. But still, I think the door swing had to be it. Because I mean, there's that, so that much was, other evidence. and That is a deliberate door swing. Yeah. Yes. I think that had to do if it. If it had moved one way... I'd been like, hey, I'm freaked out, but we can talk. If but, it, when it moved back, it'd be like, and there we go. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the back. Because if it's just moving one way, you'd be like, oh, maybe the air kicked on and but that's, blew the that's, door. That, you can definitely see that it's controlled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's deliberate. So the answer, Mark, is night three. Okay. Um, on night five is when she wakes up in a fright after having a nightmare. And that's when she says, go downstairs. There's noises okay. going on. Night five. The witch and that's where Mika should have been like, uh, you've survived this demon this whole time. You go downstairs. <laughs> you heard the noise. You gotta look. Yeah. Hey. hey, this is the 90s. We're all equal it's now, it. right? Does your wife know about this hot take? Oh, that would not have worked in my head. I, I much like Josh, has had to uh, investigate sounds. <laughs> but it's this, it's this night uh, after her nightmare that he starts being a real, like, that's all you got? Yes. You know, like really antagonizing oh, the situation. So it's like, mad bro, you weigh demon. 116 pounds. You better shut your fucking mouth. Because even if it's not a demon, anyone's going to come in and breathe on you and you're going to fall over. Why is Agreed. he so angry that this demon isn't doing more terrible shit? Because he's a middle class suburban white dude <sighs> who thinks he's king of the castle. King of the castle. Oh, he like, says it so he's much. Gonna, he's going to protect his home. Dude, my home. Yeah, my girlfriend. You're not going to go home in here and fuck with my girlfriend. Uh, apparently the demon is. And even Katie's <laughs> like, yeah, he actually. One could argue that She's cheating on the demon Ooh. with Mika. You know, this movie would have made more sense in Texas than in California. Why? Why? Because Texas <laughs> is filled with people who are about my home is my castle. I should be able to shoot anyone who steps on my property, which is Mika's very big there's attitude. A lot of people in California like that, too. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take you. Well, there's like 30 million people in California. So I assume there's a lot of people who believe everything there. But uh, I would have uh, I would like to see a Southern Mika. <laughs> well, come on, partner, come on in. I'm strapped and ready. Would his actions then be justified to you? No, nothing Mika does will ever be justified. There'd be more guns, though. He'd try to shoot the demon in a southern version. He'll Is shoot it, his wife. Yeah. The fact that we live in the South and that I still pictured him in a cowboy hat with a gun on his side oh, is still like... Same. Yosemite Sam type thing. Well, Barbara, you come to your own house. My AAA big budget, Davenport, Iowa. <laughs> Whoa. Demon season, duck season. Demon season. <laughs> so day five, the witching night, they hear the noise and he goes downstairs and checks it out and he starts taunting it, which we all can agree is the dumbest thing Mika could ever have done at right. that point. He yeah. just starts yelling at his house, which is also just but stupid. That's it though. That's the end of the night, right? Nothing yeah. else happens that yeah. night. And then the next morning they're playing the video back and he hears a voice. He's like, this isn't mm. English. This isn't any language I've ever heard of. It's saying something that I don't so, understand. Mika, how many languages have you heard? And she like, denies yeah. it. She's like, it doesn't sound like anything to me. And it's like, you have a demon. Like, whatever this is, just assume that it's probably Maybe demon language. Maybe I think that Katie is like, I don't want to egg Mika on. I'm just going to be like, because her whole role for most of this movie is being like, just stop. Please just stop everything you're it's doing. It's babysitting a child. Yeah, pretty much. She's just exasperated. She's like, please 
just stop this. And he's like, we're just going to fucking double down. Every time you tell me to stop, I'm doing a 10% more. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> this is my model and my formula. I'm going to yeah, follow yeah. it to the end until uh, one of us is dead. <laughs> right. Uh, night 13. Uh, Keep it up. We'll be engaged to engage to be engaged. That's it. Oh, that's too many. Um, night 13. They the witchy a, night. How many witching nights are there? As many as it takes, oh, Mark. Yeah. Um, there's a thud and then there's like a shriek. And that shit would scare the fuck out of me, dude. Yeah. Like just being in bed and just like, ah. Yeah, at this, okay, if I were Mika, I'd be like, all right, we need to call in some serious help and believe them. But Mika is like, so offended. Right, yeah, or a priest or whatever. And well, we should, I mean, we if it's a demon. At, at, by night 13, they've already had a psychic come over. And right. he's like, I don't really do the whole demon thing. I'm more of a ghost <laughs> guy myself. Uh, right. You may want to talk to somebody else. And Mika is like so mad. He's so mad that she called in help. He is like, I will handle this situation. I am the man of this house. I've got it all under control. Don't ever fucking call for help ever again. Mika couldn't handle a desk drawer. Right. It is like, Mika, how are you handling this? You're just filming it. That is not hand. That is by no definition of handling is filming something happening handling it you know why we skipped so many nights for this is because he kept filming with the cap on the lens <laughs> there's nothing to see right. night 13 mika learns how to turn the camera on oh, <laughs> damn it it just switches off oh there you gotta charge this battery fuck <laughs> it's a wonder he could manage the camera it really he is he goes out one of these nights and he's like asking more questions to it and then he starts doing the monty python bit what is your name? My name is Sir Lancelot of Camelot. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. Right, off you go. Because he like Googled fucking white noise or whatever and being like, <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, yes, if I just ask you questions and record it, I should hear sounds. And it does work. I'll give him props for that. And he's still, he, even by night 15, he's still going like, this is cool stuff happening. And like, right. Yeah, at that point, when he starts asking questions, he's officially like, cool, I have something to do with my life now. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I have something to occupy my my idle brain. And it's because just like, clearly he had no job. No, definitely day not. Day trading, yeah, I mean, I, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is, but he clearly he's, had, like, lots of time on his hands. I thought he was, like, this. making a mix CD or something. The first time I saw him on the computer, I was like, what, is he, like, a like an amateur? I was like, who's going to be fire, boys? He's fucking day like, trading stupid ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but then he gets the bright idea. We need a fucking Ouija board. And he tells Katie, he's like, Katie, we need to talk to this demon. I'm getting a Ouija board. She's like, please don't buy a Ouija board. Thing wants to communicate. So I figure I'm going to go out and get a Ouija board. Oh, no. I don't want to know what this thing has to say. Uh -uh. I want it to just leave us alone. Trust you know? me. Bad idea. He specifically said don't do anything to antagonize or whatever it is. Sorry. No, you're going you to use it. a Ouija board and invite whatever it is mm -hmm. and it's not going to go away. Just let me do my thing. Hey, the camera is your thing. <laughs> the camera is your thing. You do a Ouija board, there's no more. Nothing. Promise me. Make a promise me, please. Fine, I promise you I won't buy a Ouija board, Thank okay? You. He's like, I promise I will not buy a Ouija board. <laughs> okay, at this point, let's give Katie some credit, because at this point, she's like, look, I've dealt with this before. It sucks. We just leave it alone, and it should chill out. Like, she's worried, but she's kind of like, what can we do at this point? Let's just drop it. Right. And he's just like, no. Like, Wait, he just won't let it go. I feel like if Mika saw, like, a rattlesnake in the street, he'd be the fucking guy who's poking it with a stick. Like... <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get closer to this rattlesnake. Like he's got Maybe. no concept of self-preservation. 
But so he promises her he won't buy a Ouija board. Um, and so then it cuts to them getting ready for a date night. And oh, he has a Ouija board. What do you think they do on date night? <laughs> um, fucking he take. I want Joyce. What do you think Mika does on date yeah, night? Good quote. Okay, so they left about seven thirty and returned home about eleven fifteen. I'm thinking something bland like dinner in a movie. Okay. okay, they weren't gone very so long. Straight up dinner movie. I thought Katie took Mika to Chuck E. Cheese, where a kid could be a kid <laughs> and just <laughs> let him get some of this energy out. It was all the Blair Witch. Also, at this point, Katie's done her bit where she stands up in the middle of the night and just looks at Mika for like an hour. Real and creepy. Half, yeah, which is one of the creepiest parts of the movie. Two questions. You catch your wife on camera staring at you like that in the middle of the night. Do you stay with her? Let's be clear. They're not married at this point. I would have fucking left. Yeah. Yeah. Even married. That's an automatic divorce. (laughs) Auto divorce. We're done. (laughs) I guess that's a good point, Joyce. Because A, they're sane or they're crazy or they're possessed. All three of them is not a good situation to sit and stare at somebody for or two hours. Or they're sleepwalking. Nope, Maybe they're a sleepwalker. Okay, that could One be time, point. I'd have a conversation. Two times. Divorce. Yeah. Because <laughs> he confronts her on it. He's all like, what? Well, she's like, I don't remember doing that. And he's just like, okay. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't stop the conversation right. there. <laughs> yeah. We need to get into this. <laughs> but we can't fast forward past classic Mika doucheness where when they're getting ready for their bland date, Katie sees the Ouija board and she's like, I thought I, you promised me you wouldn't buy a Ouija he board. put it in the living room yeah, coffee table. Such like, a dick. Look, you've been told to do something, at least put it in the garage. <laughs> no. You know? like, put, Just put out and out, <laughs> flaunts this Ouija board. And he's like, yeah, I promised I wouldn't buy one. Uh, someone gave me this Ouija board. It's like, me, it. Yeah, Mika, you're such a dick. And that is him poking the rattlesnake. Right. And she's like, you go and get the fanciest fucking Ouija board I've ever seen. And I love how she said the fanciest. Like, like she's like a Ouija board connoisseur. Yeah. I was all like, girl, tell me more. It is a fancy looking Ouija board. He's such a dick to her, man. Like, how do you explain to the person who you borrowed this Ouija board from? Oh, I'm sorry. It burst into flames. Yeah. Very easily. Hi, I was dicking with the Ouija board. <laughs> it burst into flames. Right. And so yeah, while, cool. they're, while they're on their date, yeah, it catches on fire and it spells out something. Right? Yeah, why they're gone. I was like, ooh, the house is going to burn down. Yeah. Like, I thought the house is going to burn down. They're going to come back and it's like, well, let's move. And then they're going to be the new place. And then it's going to be the demon falls. And that's when they have confirmation that it definitely follows them. No, same house. They did not have a two house budget here. They did not so. have a two house budget. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's a very thoughtful demon. He did not want to destroy her home. Yeah. So, you know, he, just, yeah. he, he just contained the fire to the Ouija board and to nothing else. Well, he's just trying to profess his love to her. Yeah, he's he's thoughtful. He has yeah. a heart. He's probably just like, leave me alone. And Mika's like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> this is inscrutable. I want him out. That's yeah. all it says. And you're like, okay. Die, Mika, die. Doesn't it burn like a, like a demon face or something onto the board? Or it burns like some kind of imagery onto the board. Yeah. yeah. They don't delve into it too much because she doesn't want to have anything to do with that Ouija board. Well, so Mika's like, over there like, doesn't look, look at like this. this. Weird. Doesn't look like a thing or you yeah. said something like that hey, and katie finally snaps like as a reasonable person would be and she gets so mad at him and he doesn't stop recording he's in this like huge fight with uh, okay. his girlfriend and he's like dude 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 yeah he's got the he's got the, the he's camera recording he's the right fight. in her face man but that's that's the movie i know yeah, that's the problem with these kind of movies is because any normal person at any point would stop filming right, and or deal with the situation just put the camera but down but blair witch had a whole thing where it was like why do you start the camera? It's like, because if I'm looking through it, it makes it not as real. And it may, they actually explained that really well in Blair yes. Witch. And this, it was just like, dude, you are already, and he, you know what? He never had to sleep on the couch. That's, That's another true. thing. He got to keep true. sleeping that. She, oh, Katie, you could do better. Yeah. This Ouija fight would have been a couch sleeping fight. For oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. But just put the fucking camera down and he could have stayed recording, right? Just pointing off or whatever. That's true. And yeah. then Mika would have gained at least 1% of dignity back, but nope. Nope. 
It's a wonder they both didn't leave each other by the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah. like they both have reasons to leave. You're haunted by demons and you stared at me overnight and that's weird. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, you were being a dickhead with the Ouija board and you're acting like an asshole during my hauntings. Right. And all she, all he has to do is... It's perfect. <laughs> like to get back in her good graces is do this half-ass apology to the camera. I swear to abide by Katie's rules and regulations of camera use and other things whatever is that good enough for you there you happy yeah he's so mad and about it he says it. it too he's like look there is that okay you're just like whoa she's like a little bit more sincerity and so he does it again with the same level of insincerity he's wow. such a dick i hate him so much <laughs> Now, is this the night they put the baby powder down or is this the night that the lights and the, the picture gets fucked up? She's like, OK, we're going to I'm going to let you do one more stupid thing. And then I'm calling the demonologist. dude. Right. OK, I'm going to let you have your one more night of fun with the dumb camera. And he's like, all right, I'll put some baby powder down and we'll get some footprints. Yeah. What? How, what is that going to accomplish? Is there still any doubt that the fucking demon exists? Well, He's, he has. I, I understand his mentality and the fact of like you don't want to admit that this shit's real because think about it. That flies in the face of everything you know to be like natural has, and normal in, in life. Don't get me wrong. I'm terrified of the dark right. of certain things. I'm scared that there's fucking paranormal shit and demons and monsters. But in my mind, I really know that shit's not real. But my, Fair. you know, like I still fear it constantly right. when I'm like by myself and stuff. But that being said, having physical proof like that. I would probably need something like that too to be like, okay, I'm not, I'm overreacting. I'm being crazy. I'm not going to feed into this thing. Like I, I'm always at the end grounded in reality. But like I wouldn't have to stop myself. the footage of the Ouija board catching fire be enough? I don't know. That should be 300% more like, than you need. There was no candles. There was no source of flame. That was the fanciest Ouija board ever. We don't know what kind of... <laughs> watching that little dial move from letter to letter on yeah. its own also, like, that is... Yeah, but, but he's watching that on video, though. I think... I agree with Garrett's point. Like, seeing the footprints, like, happen, like, you know, in real time in front of your face, like, that... I think that makes it real. So I have an axe and a machete close to my bed. Wow. All right. I Most people have, go with like a baseball bat. I don't bat, have an alarm system. I actually have one of those too by the door, or by the uh, the stairs. But the point is, is you know what? I don't have fancy stuff. So the things before I start getting up and grabbing my axe and like machete, be like, I'm going to start swinging. I'd like to know that I, I need to be at that level okay. of crazy. So I think if I'm going to subscribe to demons or monsters as a, a legit reality and not just someone breaking into my house and it's something paranormal, I'm going to need something tangible, tangible, like physical in front of me hmm. before I, I go full on Mandy. You know, I would have liked Cage. him to set a tripwire then. At least that would have been something. Sure, there's a Let million me see better ideas to do demon than, his face. than baby powder, you know. But. If, you, if you set a tripwire, you're just going to hear another loud thud. That would be hilarious. Are, we, we've though. already heard those noises. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the thumbs are? The demon figuring out the yeah. house in the dark? Oh, who puts a coffee table there? <laughs> that's what That's what the scream was. Yes. This stubbed is why we need John C. Riley. No. Yes. He stubbed his toe. It's like, what does this hilarious. switch do? Oh, that's the disposal. Oh, my bad. Where's the light? Ah, I'm never going to haunt this house, right? <laughs> this is not where the Cheerios go, you assholes. <laughs> Earlier, I think it was the previous night that we see on camera or whatever, after like the, the scream, um, you see a picture of Mika and um, Katie together on the wall. And Mika's face is gouged, yeah, yeah, yeah. gouged out in just his face. And he's like, this is really unnerving. And she's like, I don't know what to tell you. And he's, he's like, like, no, this is not okay. And she's like, 
I don't know. He's like, why is it just my face? I don't know, Mika. Put two and two fucking together, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he, he asked that as if, like, like you don't know. It's like, come on, dude. But, yeah, that really got me. Because if I, walk, if I like woke up and my face was gouged out of shit, I'd be yeah. like, all right, house meeting. All roommates right here. <laughs> Including me, you, let demon. Let me see your hands. <laughs> dude, leave. Leave, leave, leave. But it what? follows her. No. Leave her. Oh, yeah, that's true. I already said before, automatic divorce. (laughs) Dude, Mika, the demon could not be any clearer. Like, unless he was just like, I'm going to kill you. Like, I think that was a pretty clear fucking message. Oh, you don't think gouging a face out in a picture is pretty clear? I'm going to kill you. It couldn't be, like, unless he, like, I don't know, like, Mika, sit down. I got to tell you something. If you don't fucking leave, I'm going to stab you in the throat. (laughs) So you're saying it's a communication problem that we're having. Uh, Well, yeah. (laughs) A listening problem. Mika's problem. Yes. And you know what? Katie found the same problem. Mika just doesn't listen. Like, the Wet rags that brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking a mouse or a hamster on a wheel in Mika's mind. If it were a cartoon, that's what you'd see. So footprint night, they go up into the attic and they find a photo of Katie. Yeah. Uh, it's revealed earlier in the film that her previous house when she was a child was burned down. So this photo is also got some burn marks on it on the side. And she's like, how is this here? This shouldn't exist. How to get burned. How to get burned. How to get burned. Just like that. Yeah. Great. Was that Katie? No, that was Nicolas Cage from The Wicker Man. <laughs> that was Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Um, Nicolas Cage as Mika in my big budget remake. Oh, love Boom. it. Love it. What's in the bag? A shark or something? What night are we on? This is night 18. The witchy night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we could all agree going into your attic at night after some shit like that happens is not what you do. I never would have done that. No. no. I yeah. made the mistake of one time going up in our attic at our current place. Like not, I was like, I was like, it sounds like we have raccoons up there. So I grabbed the axe and I climb up the stairs. And I'm like, let me see if there's raccoons up there. And I got like my head and my torso halfway up, and I was like, what the hell am yeah. I doing? Like I immediately stopped and was like, no, you idiot, walk the fuck back down, get five flashlights, you know, like even if it were raccoons. Those fucking uh, ladders are not very stable. You're not in prime raccoon fighting position. No. Half of your fucking body's no. hanging through a hole. But it's that moment where like my brain kicked into like all the like horror movies like, don't do that, you dummy. It was like halfway. I was like, oh, you idiot. Stop right now and walk the fuck back. Down Always sounds stairs. like rats. That's that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're at a night where there's tapping going on. The bed sheet moves itself off of her foot. Yeah. Uh, and the lights are coming off and on. And then we start to see for the first time like a shadow go across the door. You guys caught that, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Look at the hairs. Straight up. Every time. (laughs) That kind of shit fucks me up. And she wakes up and she's like, I felt it breathing on me. That would be so weird. That would, oh, fuck that, dude. That was me, baby. And then, (laughs) isn't it the next night where she's like, I need to go sit outside. No, that happened no. a long time ago. Oh, okay. That so was, that was the first, the first night where she was creepy watching him sleep. She went outside. Yeah. And, and Mika went downstairs and he's like, what are you doing out here? It's cold as shit. And she's like, leave me alone. And he's like, you are outside. And she's like, am I? And it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like yeah. he goes back inside and he, he ends up in the bedroom and he turns around and she's right there. Yeah. yeah. That right is there. shit. There's like the one scene where Mika is almost a good boyfriend. He's like, all right, I'll sit out here with you. Let me just go get some blankets. That's true. I was like, yeah. Whoa, you can do a normal human <laughs> response. <laughs> but then she goes and fucks it up by being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then isn't it like right after where he fucks it up again, though, because she starts screaming because of a cockroach and he grabs the camera first before he goes to rescue her. Yeah, he, he didn't that. know it was a cockroach. He just yeah. heard his wife screaming her fucking life <laughs> and he knows there's a demon. He's like, I got to get the camera. And in she even s- calls him on that. Bullshit. Small defense of Mika. Small defense yeah. of Mika. I feel like the camera is so important for him at this point because 
he has to have proof. He has to have something to justify everything that's going on or else he is going to have to be like, I got to leave this crazy chick. Like, I think this is his like for him. Yes, there's a lot of dumb, poor decision making up to that point. But like, I think when he grabs the camera, it's basically like if something's happening, I have to catch it because there has to be a justification for what's going on here. Granted, he's had enough to kind of sort of justify that. But I think he needs that physical proof. If he played it that way, I would agree. But up until the very end, it feels like to Mika, this is a game. Oh, agreed. I'm I'm reading into what his character might have been. Katie's having like this traumatic event and she's all stressed and worried oh, and she's shutting down and he treats it like a game until pretty much the last night where he's like this is so exciting this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened he never to me. stops and holds her either like that's one thing that drove me nuts is like she's freaking he out does. he does oh, he does holds, he? he holds her several times okay yeah. i guess i just kind of glossed yeah, near over the it. end like at the end of the night he'll hug her and stuff yeah. but i don't know that i okay. want to make a hug she she has nothing else. It's, it's either that or the one friend who shows up in one scene. Yeah, that's true. Were they are they doing beating? What were they're, they? They're be- yeah, I guess she's crafty. Like they were doing beating, and yeah. then they showed her a couple times knitting. knitting. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't know. Like I'm not some white knight or anything like that. But if like my girl was freaking out and having this shit go down, I think I'd be like, cool. I'm gonna sleep in this chair facing the door with the axe next to me. You get some sleep in the bed. We'll see what happens. Sure. Maybe not productive. Maybe nothing will happen. But I'll placate this like craziness for a little bit before I'm like, okay, now we're done. <laughs> but honestly, though, like if Mika had been the supportive um, boyfriend throughout the entire movie, what kind of movie would that have made? Uh, they a good one. Polly demon relationship. <laughs> it would have been worked out perfect. They both would have been playing the victim the entire movie. It would have been boring as shit. He. They needed someone to be the 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 antagonist here. Yeah, I they think someone to play off of her. And maybe this is where the actor Mika is uh, not wasn't able to convey the role Mika properly. And maybe that's the problem where the he just didn't have the range to play a what Garrett and, and Joyce, you know, they're trying to hint at that. Oh, this person, this is just his panic reaction, right? He yeah. just comes across as a douche. I, I agree. He, he's a shitty actor. Um, but I, I think that that was the intent of, of, of his I character. I could see that. That would redeem him a little bit, but I refuse to believe that because I hate him. So well, they, they, they talk, <laughs> I tried. They so. about how they wanted the, before they put this movie out in the two years that it was like going to screenings or whatever, um, they wanted to remake it with like real actors and real yeah. like people and stuff and yeah. like people who could actually convey these things. But it was agreed upon that casting real actors in this would ruin the whole, this is a real event that was real found footage. By putting anybody who's noticeable, you lose that whole, like, could this be real? Could These, these are normal people. Right. Yeah, they tried to be, be These are be just authentic. as douchey people as the people sitting here watching this type of thing. <laughs> so you lose that. And I, that's, I, I, I question, like, your, your opening where it was like, who would you cast in a big budget? An aspect, but you would completely lose the whole like, could this be real? Which I think sure. in two thousand seven, in two thousand nineteen, everyone knows it's not real. Yes, so. of course, but yeah, but I mean, I think you would lose that. And it's not a stretch to think Hollywood would definitely put yeah. some big name onto a new. Well, they've avoided it so far, though. With the first seven, I think that was Sarah so. Michelle Geller and The Grudge. Yeah, imagine if that was a no name. That would have been much more impactful for me. So night twenty, she gets yanked out of the bed. Night Screaming. twenty, the, mm-hmm. yeah, not the witchy night. Oh, it's not. What is no, it? No, this is demon night. Oh, demon night. Ooh, so this devil's is, night. Oh, that's tomorrow. Okay, so, oh. so she she's already been found outside, right? This is not yeah. the night when yeah, he yeah. finds her. Okay, no, right. we're talking about this is uh this is when she gets drugged in the hall. Night. Yeah, she's sleeping, and the uh, bed sheet just starts to kind of float up a little bit, and then she just yank right the fuck out. This right hall. here, this right here was the moment where I was like, and we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
That like, would fucking be the mean, obviously the most terrifying thing that could possibly happen to somebody. Just get yanked invisibly yeah, out of bed down for a hall. Sure. Mm. Yeah. And there's a lot of screaming, a lot of commotion. And at this point, this is where they're like, let's just leave the house. And Katie's on board. She's like, I don't want to be here. I can't relax. This is, I'm just creeped out and I'm scared. And he's like, right. okay, let's go. And then takes like a full day to pack the fucking car. Yeah, leave that night, yo. This is the point where she becomes full possessed. Yes. Yeah. Because when yeah. she gets drugged in that hall and to the, the darkness and the lights go out and he runs after her eventually. Um, he's pretty quick. As much as I hate quick. him, but yes, he's, he's got to wake quick. up and figure out what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Because yeah. at that point, she's crying. She's hysterical. And he's like, that's it. We're leaving. We're going. And she's like, okay, okay. And then like. Reading the Wikipedia page, it. It, it alludes to the fact that the bite was the initial like possession. Ooh, I can see that. And then so over after after she was bitten over the course of the next few nights. Yeah, and it's when she's dragged out of the bed that she has the teeth marks on her back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so okay. that that I guess that's it how that it happens moment. for her. Yeah, I think it's just the adrenaline is still in her system when she's like, oh my god, crying and freaking out. Which when and then when she calms down from that, that's when she's immediately done. Maybe it's like a venom, and it took some time to take effect on. Go. her. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, all right, that, like like a zombie bite. Yeah, <laughs> demon demon bite. Yeah, the drag. They had to pull out the carpet of the guy's house. Like the director's house is where they shot this. And they pulled out the carpet upstairs to be able to film this for the baby powder and the. Um, oh, really? The yeah, he used to have carpet up there. And they had to like pull all the carpet up to make it hardwood. To okay. make it's his way work. to get Paramount to pay for his hardwood floors. <laughs> and his, his walls were all stark white and stuff like that. So they had to like redo his house to make it look like it was actually lived in. Mm-hmm. Like evidently he has like a real bare bones thing. I was reading about this. It was pretty funny. That was, that was one thing I was wondering about. Like, why does this young couple move into this giant fucking house in the suburbs? Multi room. Because yeah. he's going and wandering around like four rooms looking for the demon. Yeah, we this have is a, at least a, a three bedroom house. It's got two living areas. This is a this is a nice suburban house. We have yeah. a friend that just bought like a three, four bedroom house in the suburbs and it's just him. Yeah. A four I mean, bedroom I, house in California with only one person working. I mean, he's a, a millionaire. In San Diego, that, that was yeah. my thought too. That is not a common thing that you see yeah, in San that Diego. That house no. would have cost, I mean, six, seven figures probably. Yeah, and and I, I have a good idea of where the house is and, and you're, ac- you're absolutely yeah. right. So before our big climax of the film, Mika packed up the car. He's like, you ready to go, babe? She's like, it's better if we just stay here. Just, just trust me on this. Yeah. This yeah. is what we're going to do. And she's possessed by Bye then. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? Okay, I guess. And as Mika leaves, like she smiles at the camera and says, it's better if we stay. And there's like a yeah. dual voice. I don't know what the hell's going on, but this is insane. Fuck. Ah. I think we'll be okay now. I don't know if oh, you caught see, that. I missed that. Ah, I didn't catch that yeah, either. It's, yeah. it's very subtle. Hmm. But yeah, you can hear two voices speaking. That's cool. Um, night 21. What is this one called? This is Devil's Night. Devil's Night. Uh, but then did we miss where he they called the psychic guy back? It was before night 20. Because this is a cool scene, I thought. They call the demonologist and he's out of town. Conveniently. So they call the psychic. That's right. They right call now, the psychic. Do you think he was really out of town or he just didn't he want to get involved? Calls? Or this was something Ooh. demon related? Because it felt so weird. I think they were trying to to blame Mika for this. He wait, she she kept saying, "Let's call him, let's call him," right. and he waited so long. Oh, by the time we do, you you waited too long. Now oh, he's not available. I'm on board with blaming Mika. So they call <laughs> the same guy back, the psychic, and he's like, "Oh shit, I cannot oh, be here." No. Yeah, he walked in the door and immediately was like, "This is bad." Yeah, I told you not to fuck with the demon. I clearly said, <laughs> "Don't fuck with the demon," and this I don't know what you right done. here though is a part that like really lost me as an audience. Really, I really like this well, part. No, no. I loved everything. He's like, he walks in. He was like, "Ooh, yeah, no, yeah." I, I gotta admit, this is kind of fucked, boys. I'm out of here. 
And but except they're like, cool, we should get out here too. And he's like, no. <laughs> That won't help you guys. You stay right the fuck there. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out E3000. And they're just like, well, we'll go with you. And he's like, no, 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 no. You sit right there. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Exactly. <laughs> I promise I'll help you. But first, I got to get the fuck out. Right. He's just yeah. like, I'll send you a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> like, are we going to be OK? He's like, oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, he's like leaving. He's like, y'all be fine. Charles, they are dead, my man. <laughs> yeah, I think he says something. effect is like, I'll call that demonologist for you. Yes, uh, He'll Peace. be back in a couple of days and everything will be fine then. You guys just don't die. I'm leaving. <laughs> just stay alive for yeah. a couple more days. It'll be okay. And they fail. So night 21, Katie stands up and does her stare at Mika, only she goes to the other side of the bed this time. Yeah. And stands for about two hours. Right next to him. Which night 20, all right, after, no, let's not leave. And then I see that. If I hadn't left now, I would have definitely been like, listen, this has been a great relationship. We've both learned and grown and uh, talk to you later. <laughs> I would have said that like 20 nights ago. Same. Realistically. <laughs> we would not have gotten uh, this far. <laughs> so possessed Katie leaves the bedroom, goes downstairs and then just starts screaming Mika's name. Well, first she makes an omelet and then, sure. you know, right. Takes charges, her, time her, charges her phone. Maybe watches a little bit of TV. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's Nick at nighttime. Plays with Ooh. the Ouija board. It is the Ouija <laughs> hour. <laughs> so Mika jumps out of bed. He's like, what's going on? Runs downstairs and you hear like a struggle and then it just stops. And the camera is just like nothing going on. You hear like a, a, a roar scream. Yeah. You, see, you hear Skatey scream, but it's definitely like a roar. Kind and then of you also hear like Micah screaming. Yeah. So I thought at this point when he's jumping up out of the bed, I thought for sure he would grab the camera. But this is the only time he goes without right. the camera. Or a weapon or anything. Right. How do you not? I mean, I'm not a big like gun oh. advocate, but like, how do you not have any kind of weapon at this point in your house? Also, I would have turned the yeah. fucking light on. Definitely turn the light oh, on. I, I would always. That would be the first thing I did. I always turn the go, lights on. I won't go take a piss at night without flipping at least three <laughs> lights in the process. I, take, I, take, I turn on every light. <laughs> My girl, she gets yeah. it. She gets it. But maybe he didn't take the camera because he got yelled at for the cockroach incident. Oh, <laughs> this is not gonna be the first time he decides to listen, John. I'm sorry you're wrong <laughs> know, about this. Right? He didn't listen. He also maybe he's changed, man. He didn't. He also blood curdling scream. Let's not get the camera. This yeah. Time. He's bitten, possessed by a docile demon. He's like, you better listen, dude. Uh, You've been bitten by the demon of manners. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Mika's body is just flung at the camera through the door. Uh, well, that's this, part of the no, movie. No, no, no. Hold on. Give the build up for this because you hear thump, thump, thump up the stairs. And I'm like, oh, my God. Here comes a bloody Mika or something like basically trying to get away. He's like all fucked up or something. And then basically you see that it's Katie, Mika's body. Yeah, just kind of dragging it like a meat sack. (laughs) And then she kind of slowly turns in the doorway facing the camera and then flings the body at the camera as hard as you can. And it, oh man, I was messed up. And then they do something that really gets me, but I also really hate, is where she's just standing, staring at the camera. And then she bum rushes the camera real fast. Like she runs at it really quick and it's like, and then it's like, Fade to black. And then that's that that's that final scare. Yeah, that's that final scare. Yeah. I, I, I would have found it much more disturbing if she just stayed there looking at the camera and maybe her eyes had like just had that, you know, like cat's eyes kind of that like light reflection. Like if they just had her eyes kind of reflect like a whitish light or something like that. And then boom, cut to nothing. That would I be like more the impactful. Sending, actually, I, I, I liked it. That, that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it's, it's bad. I'm saying I would have been more scared with that whole, like, what could she do at this point as opposed to see her like, I'm going to get a camera. You know, like, yeah. Great. Who are you going after? It's like she re- that demon really hates that camera. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't it's sign these cans. A, he hates these cans. <laughs> the demon didn't sign a, you know, a an waiver. NDA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A release for uh, his likeness. 
Did I say NDA? And NDA yeah. has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Non-disclosure agreement. The, the demon will not talk about what's going on. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the end of the movie. That's ending one, evidently. Yes. Yeah. Now, do you have a couple other endings you can tell us about? So one of, one of the the um, alternate endings that was filmed after uh, Micah is you know th- dead and thrown at the camera, the camera then cuts to... Katie and she's sitting on the edge of the bed and she just sits there rocking for about two days straight. Two days? Two days. Oh, fuck <clears throat> me. That would have been awesome. And then... It's um, in real time, too. It's a very long ending. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they fast forward a little bit. And then um, somebody ends up showing up at the house. They find Mika's dead body. They run off screaming. They call the cops. The cops show up and find his body. They find her. And um, this is where I'm fuzzy. I think there's a shootout. There's a shooting. So, yeah, the police tell her to drop the knife. There's a heated confrontation. A door behind one of the police officers slams shut, startling one of the officers, which causes him to shoot Katie, killing her. Oh, see, that's that would have been kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's a cop out. That's the second part is a cop out. I, but I really like the first part of her. The just rocking like, for rock. two yeah. days. Yeah. That, like, that would really go somewhere. That would fucked me yeah. up. Yeah. That's a better ending because that plays into her standing still for like two hours. Yeah, exactly. That would yeah. Be a better ending. And then there was a third alternate ending written. Katie would corner Mika and bludgeon him to death with his camera. Yes. Oh, I would have loved that fucking ending. <laughs> that was the one that was, that was the one that, and you basically would see it from the camera POV. Like you'd be yeah. smashing into his face. And that that's was the not one filmed. not filmed. Yeah. Because yes. they said it was to be too bloody and too difficult. That like, was the one that Spielberg. I hate this fucking camera. <laughs> that was the, I believe that was the one Spielberg was like, don't go that route. Like, yeah. don't do that one. And then the fourth one is, um, we, we see her holding a knife and she slits her throat in front of the camera. Is this after she kills Mika? Yes, after okay. she kills Mika. Yeah. So she's in the doorway and she just like slashes. Yeah. Hmm. That, see, that would have been, I think that would have been a nice bookend ending, but that doesn't have near the, the creepy impact as her rocking for two days. Agreed, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather her bum rush the camera like we saw in the movie than cut her throat out of I th- nowhere. I think that if she cut her throat, that would have ended the movie or en- yeah. ended, ended any, um, or it would have closed the door for any sequels. That's what they were probably thinking. Too. Yeah, They're exactly. Like, mm, we we, we got to make sure that we can bring Katie back. They got a sequel greenlit real fast. It was oh, almost absolutely. Like Halloween, the first yeah. weekend of Halloween remake came out. And they were like, sequel. And it was like, really? The budget was $15,000 and they made $193 million. This is the second biggest return on a movie, I think, Fucking after crazy. Blair Witch. Really? Yeah, I think it's like this one is the second biggest um, like gross after return. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's one of the reasons I like this movie. It is effective. It is creepy as shit. And they made it for almost nothing. I would recommend watching the first three movies. Yeah, I think the, the third one's the three. best one. Yeah. Which ones? Okay, so I think I've seen two. Wait, maybe two, maybe three. So the first one... Yes, I've seen. The second one, is that the one with the uh, the Xbox Connect? Four. That's number four. Is that number four? Yes. Yeah. Number two involves uh, Katie's sister, right? Yeah, yeah, her sister's family, and it takes place six months before n- part one. And it shows how Katie got this demon in a very fucked up manner. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what happened? So her sister's the one who actually had the demon, and then the husband, like, transfers the demon from the sister to Katie. Like, through, like, a a ritual? Yeah, there's some ritual. I don't remember. Does Katie know this is going on? No. No. Dude, what's up with douchebag dudes? Yeah. He's... Yeah, he's and saving his family. It's his perspective. Yeah, so, that's kind of fucked, though. And number two is when they try to first um, visualize the demon. Yeah, oh, there's do you like, see it? yeah, there's this whole scene that takes place in their basement, and it's basically this like this like ugly green glow of light hmm. shit going on. Yeah, it's, it's not a it's, great. It's, ter- it's a terrible visualiz- visualization. Is it the, the night vision. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, exactly. But that's the first time they tried to do it. 
There's also like a pool cleaner. Oh, right? oh yeah. Part two. Yeah. That's that so cleaner, That's like, right. Like not a person, but like a machine that's like cleaning the bottom of the pool. It keeps throwing it. Because there, there's the a pool. security camera outside. And so they oh, keep showing yeah. it. The demon hates that fucking pool. Cleaner. He pulls it, it out of the pool is every it, night. Is it filmed from just that pool, that security camera? Yes. Yeah. So that's part of the reason I like number two is that, um, uh, a lot of the scenes take place from like security or stationary security cameras that are placed around the house. Oh, in so it's addition, not just one camera, it's multiple cameras around the house. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. In addition oh. to like the, the handheld cameras. And Cause stuff. I wondered about that. I was like, I feel like the, the single camera thing would get really old as you went because yeah. I know the, I think they don't was, do it again. That was, this is the only single camera. I've yeah, seen time. the one with the Xbox connect with That's like the, the green dots all over everything. Mm-hmm. And that really was interesting looking like the stuff that happens in the background. Cause you guys know me like shit that happens in the background. That's where I'm like the most like, and that's like, the I don't only, care what's going on over here. Look at that thing back there. That's like the only cool scene in number yeah. four. Four is oh, pretty is terrible. It? Yeah. Four is shitty. I don't uh, remember much about it. And then three, they go in the eighties. That's my favorite one where, where it's t- Katie and her sister. As yeah. Children being really good the first time. Around. And they do the cool mm-hmm. fan. They put a camera on a fan. Awesome. Oh, fan. Yeah. Do they explain a, why there's a camera on the fan? Yeah. They put it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's this guy's there. He's a wedding videographer. Okay. Oh, that's right. They're yeah. stuffed out or something. Right. And that's how they explain why this guy has all this high tech video footage in the fucking eighties. Okay. Like, right on. I think number three is the best one. Yeah. Hands down. It is, is it an interesting, like, like, how do they get the demon? Is it just like a random, like, well, we got to get the they, kid. They do explain the story of how, of how yeah. the demon attached itself to this family. This is where they really start expanding the lore of the story. Is it quickly able to be described? Um, it's like something to do with witches. So, um, the grandmother was a part of a coven and she made a deal to, um, sacrifice the firstborn male in the family. And the firstborn male is okay. the son, the, the, hunter. the baby the hunter that we see in part two. Okay. And he comes back in part four. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not sacrificed then. I don't remember what happens to the boy in part four. Part four four. is so forgettable. We we need a whiteboard and some (laughs) markers because this is. I do know that in part two, um, Katie comes, at the end of the movie, Katie comes and takes the boy away. Right. But I don't know what happens after that. As well, the demon they, or as... Yeah, she's possessed, yes. Ooh, so, so she's going to get her baby. The she ending does of part two it takes place after son. the ending of part one. Right. She's already okay. killed Mika and then she comes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I got that. So And then she takes the baby, uh, which then grows up to be Hunter, which then gets somehow handed off to this family for part four. And then I don't fucking remember what happens. So she part takes trash. the baby, but the baby gets handed away. Well, he be, he's like he's like eight or something. He's like a, I don't know how old he is. How do four. you get? How does a demon lose a baby? Well, no, I think it's on purpose. Yeah, he's handed off to a demon or a witch family to be raised. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So while researching this movie, we discovered there is a sequel to Paranormal Activities that only was released in Japan called Paranormal Activities Two: Tokyo Nights, and I, it is now my life mission to watch that movie. <laughs> The Tokyo Witching Nights. <laughs> the Tokyo Witching Nights. <laughs> well, it sounds like half this table would recommend it. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, I, I'm hard-pressed to recommend it just because it's got some interesting stuff. But again, this is the only way to enjoy it, talking about it with people. Like, just watching it, no. I disagree. Watch it with people. You should watch Mark's cut. Mark found on iTunes a cut that has one, two, and three chronologically smashed together. Yeah. It's Are called you the, fucking kidding It's called me? the chronology and yeah. they released them, uh, one, two and three seamlessly. And it is, uh, edited so that the events occur in the chronological Ooh. order. So did they cut How the ending of it? two yeah. and move it to the ending of one? Yes. Whoa, so that's yeah, cool. It's like, a, it's like a five hour cut. Ooh, something like that. And yeah, so it starts off with number three right. in the eighties and then it cuts to number one. No, no, I'm sorry. It cuts to number two. Right. So it's three, two, one, and then the end two of two. Again, yeah. 
Wow. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's worth the watch. Let me like borrow that. I will actually slog through it to see. But yes, definitely watch this movie, man. It's a good movie. It's a scary movie. It, it, it definitely deserves its place up there with impactful like horror movies, like movies that basically like kind of help shape what we see. Yeah, I think so. it definitely kickstarted this new wave of kind of horror stuff coming out, especially the Bloomhouse era for yeah. sure. Yeah. Was this the big Bloomhouse one that kicked everything off? Oh yeah, Bloomhouse production, so it had to yeah. be this. Like I know like when Sinister and stuff like that was coming out, Insidious it was like the came guys out right of- after, so it's probably kind of a one two punch. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, this is a movie that I like, and I think it's a good movie. And I'm glad that you guys gave me the chance to uh, to tell everyone how wonderful it is. Anytime. We'll find another one for you to come and change Garrett's mind on. Paranormal Activity 4. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's favorite. I'm quitting the podcast. I'm out. <laughs> I would rate it a 2.5 out of 5 or a 7 out of 10. Ooh. Oh, math does not check out there. <laughs> <laughs> math. All right. Well, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.